0: Good morning. Today I want to talk about what I think, at least for me, are the two key, two, two keys to maintaining my weight loss, the two key behaviors that I think have changed. Um, I lost over 100 pounds, and I've been able to maintain that for, what is it now, um, 16, 17 years. And I know that that makes me the exception and not the rule. In fact, most people who lose Uh, what they consider a substantial amount of weight, which would be 30 pounds, put that back on within about 18 months. So that's what I want to talk about today are those two key behaviors. My name is CJ Johnson, and my background is in the golf industry, and I had a fantastic career uh, because I had a knack for swinging a golf club. But while that career was gone, I wasn't paying any attention to my health, and by the time I was 38 years old, I weighed over 250 pounds. As I mentioned previously, I took that weight off, and I have maintained that weight loss from then until now and the new skin products were a big part and still are a big part of my uh maintenance program so it, it, i i can behaviors that's that's what I want to dive in today. so I was coaching a group the other day, and um one of the things that is is we were as we were talking. That kept coming up was I heard a lot of comparisons in the group comparing themselves to some of the changes I'd made in my behavior, uh, comparing themselves to other people feeling down that they uh, weren't able to be at where they wanted to be in their weight loss journey. And that made me start to think about How did I get to the point that I'm at in my journey? And I've certainly thought about this before along the way. And it seems like the two things, there are just two key behaviors for me that keep coming up. The first one is a willingness to learn and a willingness to try new things. When I look at my journey, when I started this journey, I was a corporate executive. I was 38 years old. I basically worked seven days a week. Probably 10-hour days were were, um, were short days. I, I worked a lot of 12-hour days. Uh, I, I worked at work. I worked from home. All I did was work. That, that's what filled my time to build that particular career. And as I said, everything else was out of control. So when it came to activity, there was no activity outside of golf. Um, I was a golf professional, so I did play golf. But when I played golf, I played golf in a cart. It wasn't for health. Uh, I didn't cook. Uh, if I made anything at home, it was to heat it up in a microwave or potentially an oven. Uh, because I ran golf facilities, I ate, essentially, I ate two meals a day in restaurants. So I would have my lunch and my dinner in the the restaurant and, and snacked through the day in the restaurant. Would go down to the kitchen and help myself first with a snack. And of course, when you're the boss, and I ran four four different clubs. Um, so when you're the boss and you go somewhere, the the, sh- the chef wants to impress you. So I had all these meals that were made for, um, a- according to the things I like to eat, the taste buds that I had, which were just laden with fat and calories and all those types of things. In fact, one club I worked at, I had a sandwich actually named for me on the menu, Um Yeah, kind of crazy. Um, So when I look back at that point in time, that's what I ate like. I I told you I did nothing outside of play golf. And then I fast forward to today. Now, fast forward, um, I was 38. I'm 57. So fast forward just shy of 20 years. uh, I cook, essentially, especially now that we're in the middle of a pandemic, I cook all my meals from home. Can't tell you the last time uh, I ate out. The last time I ate out was before the pandemic. Uh, so everything I eat, I cook. I rarely used used processed foods. Most everything is made from scratch. I eat primarily vegan. And uh, I say primarily because when I do eat out or if I eat at somebody else's home, I eat vegetarian. So I would eat some dairy in those particular cases. I work out... I move my body seven days a week. I, I have some type of workout five days a week. So when I look from then to now, those are really dramatic changes. But that's over the course of of uh, 19 years. So it's been a willingness to learn and to try new things. So when I first started this journey, I, I started walking three days a week with my husband. And it was basically all I could do to keep up with him. He was tall, he had a long stride, and it was hard to do. Uh, But I did it. I wanted to do it. And then then as I started to shed some weight, I began going to the gym. I made an appointment. It was 6 o'clock, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I made an appointment with a trainer because the only way that I was going to leave work and move my body was if I had an appointment with somebody else to do it. That was my accountability partner, so as to say. And But that was enough to get me into the habit of starting to move my body and to learning how to use weights and strength training and cardio training and all those types of things to get healthy and fit. And again, fast forward to today, I have that ability to motivate myself. But along the way, it's changed. I mean, the things that I did at 38 would not keep me in the same condition now that I'm 57. Um, My body was capable, even though I was overweight, my body was capable of different things at that point in my life. Today, I continue to learn and to try new things. As as an example, a couple of years ago, I got into a method of training called, it's a cardio training. It's functional threshold power training. Um, I know that those are some big long words that really essentially mean uh, learning to train your body at at your body's fitness level. And I think too many times we train At fitness levels that are either too intense for us or too or too uh, not intense enough for us, and functional threshold power training allows me to find out what my body's level is, and then to train at that particular level. And you know, when I was first introduced to it, I had to learn about it. Right? I had to. I had to learn and to try new and different things and and when i did i saw improvements in what i was doing but again all of that stems back to a willingness to learn a willingness to experiment a willingness to try new things at 47 i ended up with a thyroid condition and like boom before i even realized what was going on i hadn't really changed any of my habits and all of a sudden my pants were tight And that's when I went to the physician and found out what was happening and and got on medication. And it took me a while to understand what was going on with my body. But again, it was just another learning phase. And what it sets me up to understand is this. I'm 57 today and I hope that I'm just as healthy at 67, 77, and 87. But I know that my body is going to be different at all of those ages if i still have that willingness to learn i know that i will find solutions for whatever i'm experiencing so that's to me key behavior number 1 willingness to learn willingness to explore and i want to say this i try my best to be non-judgmental uh so many times i hear people uh begin to explore new things. And, of course, when we're beginners at something new, it's difficult to be a beginner, right? Because you just don't know and it can be really overwhelming. And it can be real easy to should all over yourself. I should know this or I should have already been doing this or I should have, should have, should have, should have. You know, that should word has the same uh, effect on me as that other S word with the four letters, right? Stop shoulding on myself. I'm right where I'm supposed to be learning exactly what I'm supposed to learn. Um, So creative curiosity, right? I want to be curious and I want to um, explore new things. So that's the first thing for me. The second thing for me has been consistency and activity. Now, let me start by saying this with, I don't believe that you can out-exercise a bad diet, okay? Just don't believe that. But because I have continually stayed active, that activity has decreased my desire for poor food choices. I never was the kind who made a poor food choice and said, okay, I have to go to the gym and now I have to work out for two hours because I ate, you know, a McDonald's Big Mac or whatever the heck it would happen to be. That was never the mentality that I had. What I found myself doing is because I stayed active and I didn't want my body to hurt, right? Because activity can hurt your body. And I don't mean hurt it necessarily in a bad way. I, I will tell you right now, this week, I've changed up some of my routines. I'm getting ready for ski season and um, have have changed up some of my leg routines. And as I sit here this morning, my glutes and hamstrings are barking at me, just barking. And I uh, actually have been barking for a day and a half now. I have some delayed onset muscle soreness. And so I I, I don't mean hurt my body in a bad way. I mean, when I am active, my body hurts in a good way. This is because of what I've done. Um, The muscle tissue is breaking down and rebuilding to give me a stronger body. The residual effects of that are muscle soreness. Uh, Because I want that healthy body and and I'm okay. I know that the food choices I make are going to help this body recover or are going to hurt my body. So I have always, even though I haven't necessarily always eaten perfectly, because I've stayed active, I'm cognizant of the food choices that I'm making to fuel my body. And for me, I guess the question that I ask myself, and I haven't always asked this question, but it's a question that I've asked myself within the last couple of years, is the choice that I'm making today taking me closer or further away from my goals. You know, so, I mean, it, it doesn't take a lot of thought to say a choice to, for a Hershey's candy bar is not taking me closer to my goals. You know, not like the choice with maybe having an apple with a little bit of peanut butter. That's taking me closer to my goals. So as I, as, as I continue that consistency and activity It has helped me not just to be active, which is certainly a key part. It's pretty hard to maintain weight for most people without staying active. Our metabolism changes over the years. I mean, especially, you know, after 40, after 50, our metabolism changes. Your body is changing. And if we don't stay active, we're not going to stay healthy and strong. But that activity not only has kept me healthy and strong, it has helped me to funnel my thinking And to make better food choices. So even though I can't out-exercise a bad diet, that activity has made me make better choices. Hope that makes sense. So that's what I have for you today. I just wanted to say, like, yeah, this is my last official weekly call I will um, you know sub in from time to time. I just wanted to say you know hats off especially to the team that puts this call together. Um, Dorcas is amazing I mean she she just is always there for you and you know I know she's I didn't realize until she told me she's been doing this for eight years um, that's I mean, the commitment there is just unbelievable. Like, you know, sometimes I, I can at least speak for me, not maybe the other callers. Sometimes with me, it's like herding cats. Um, and, and she has always done that. She's helped to be flexible in the schedule. And also, you know, every strong leader also has somebody in their support. Susan has been fantastic. Uh, She's always so flexible as well, helping to uh, balance schedules, as as well as all the men and women who have contributed to this call to help each other. Uh, I shall truly admit doing it and hearing all of you on a weekly basis. And and like I said, I'm gone on a weekly basis, but not necessarily gone forever. So uh, thank you for allowing me this opportunity to also help with my own journey because as I sit there and I think of these topics, uh, usually the things I'm talking about are things that I'm working with with clients or that I am working on in my own health and fitness. And this call has been the uh, impetus for me to think about things um, differently and better. So thank you so much for allowing me to do this. And with that, I am, uh, hey, if you want to go over to the One Team Global page over at the top of the hour, we're going to have one of our leaders over there telling you about building a new skin business. But in the meantime, I'm going to take this call off mute so that uh, I can say goodbye to everybody. Uh Well, CJ, we're really sad to see you go on a permanent basis because you always have brought an interesting vision to what we need to learn. And everybody does it a little bit different. And I've always been fascinated by the fact that you are able to drop from 250 pounds. You're an amazing woman, and we wish you the very best with what you move on to and we will look forward to having you Whenever you can turn up and give us a day. Thank you so much, Dorcas. Thanks again for all of your support. Appreciate it. Goodbye and best of luck. Thank you. Thank you to everyone, and good luck to you too, Victoria. Thank you. Thank you. I'll I'll help. Join Thank you, CJ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I'll CJ. Take it. You're yeah, thank you, thank you so much, CJ, for all the tutelage and knowledge you passed on to us. Very, very grateful for you. Thank you. Uh, thanks to all of you. It has been it has been a gas. And good luck. Look, good luck with your next adventure. I know you're off to do something. I am. I'm in the middle of it. <laughs> so good so, luck. All right. Thanks again, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Good weekend, everybody. Yes, you too.